welcome to the Bosses Fuck podcast, a no bullshit, no sugarcoating guide and discussion for female entrepreneurs and those who want to learn how to be boss in life and in business. I'm your host, Katie Seller, and I'm currently building my empire, which includes helping other women to be successful, break barriers, and live life on their own terms. So that's what we're here to do today. You ready, babe? Let's fucking do this. Hey, babes. I am so fucking excited for today's episode. Um, It's not only my very first interview episode, which I'm nervous, but we'll get through this. Um, But it's actually somebody that I've mentioned before whom I deeply admire and has had a huge role in my journey in success thus far. Um, As I mentioned, you know, this is a no bullshit podcast, which means that I would never and will not ever promote any person, product, course, et cetera, unless I believe in them and or know that they work and have done it myself. Um, I will not stand by just any product ever. Which is a lot because today I have Melissa Camilleri with me and I'm so excited. She is the (laughs) real deal, guys. Um, We actually met on social media like, I think it was like four to five years ago. Yeah, I think Um, so. Which it doesn't seem that long, but I I feel like it was that long. Um, I I, I think we might have met, you know, even right before or right as I started Metal Marvels. Um, Yeah. Because I think we were just friendly first before like the working together came. Um, Yeah. And we even, we even did a loop giveaway back in the day when those were cool. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And then we connected both over being from California, even though side note, we have rival baseball teams. Very much so. It's a very sore subject. (laughs) (laughs) We talk crap to one another via text and the ball games. Yes. So we tried not to talk about it because then things can get, you know, awry. Um, (laughs) But, you know, when she, when you first launched your course, I took it the very first um, cohort of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, I could go on for you about you forever. Um, But since they don't know you personally yet, I would love it if you would actually just introduce yourself, who you are, what you do and all that good shit. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you for having me too. P.S. It is like just an absolute joy to, to say like, I knew you when, and then to watch you like what a superstar you are. And, um, you're, I just love your brand. I love everything that you're doing. So thank you so much for having me on. Um, okay. So my name is Melissa and my, um, job is as a C the CEO of compliment Inc and compliment is a gift brand that seeks to uplift and educate and inspire, um, young women who are, um, you know, needing a little bit of uplifting and confidence building. But then also, um, I think the thing that kind of sets this brand apart from others is that I used to be a former high school teacher and, um, I actually started the company as a fundraiser to raise scholarship money for my, um, students who were underserved came from, um, previous advantaged backgrounds. And I thought, okay, well, I am making jewelry just for fun on the side. And maybe I could sell some of these to the wealthier high school up the street and make some money for my girls, for my students, um, who are really needing the extra push and extra support um, financially. And so the very first time I ever like sold anything, it was during the holiday season um, in 2011, and I sold $2,000 worth, $2, worth of product. And I thought, well, this is pretty cool. 
I'll just get, take this money. Cause I was working full time as a teacher. I didn't need the money. Like I already have a salary so that I'll just take some of this money, recoup my costs and then I'll give it out as a scholarship. Well, word started spreading and um, particularly on Instagram because I, I knew that I had a really good idea and I could support more kids if more and more people knew about my brand. So I went to Instagram. I started spreading the word. I didn't really have rhyme or reason about what I was doing um, at first, but then something kind of caught on. And once it did, um, it kind of snowballed from there. Like things really, really started taking off. And um, I started learning how to do things more strategically, more effectively on Instagram. And some of my friends who had side hustles or who um, were in creative businesses reached out to me and they said, what are you doing on Instagram? Can you just show us, like teach us some of these tricks and these, some of these strategies? So I'm a teacher. So naturally I'm like, okay, yeah, like let me pull some stuff together. And I sent out like this big long email was like the very first time I taught anybody about Instagram. And then somebody was like, dummy, package <laughs> <laughs> is a little bit cuter and a little bit better and a little bit like, you know, more digestible and you can make this into a course. And I was like, okay, well, I've never taught anything online, but I've taught like a million people, you know, practically in person. So let's see what, what happens. And that's where Katie and I really connected. And, um, since then I've trained thousands and thousands of people all around the world in all different jobs. Um, not just jewelry designer, not just product-based businesses, but, um, coaches and hairdressers and realtors and, um, dog walkers, <laughs> you know, you name it. <laughs> Um, and I trained them on, on Instagram and it is such a joy to see people really, um, like stepping up to the challenge and not being like totally deterred by algorithms and, um, shifts that happen in social media. They are just like putting their, their hard work in day in and day out and making sure that they, um, you know, are their stuff gets seen on Instagram. And so it's like such a absolute joy to facilitate, um, people's growth and, and watch them, you know, to succeed. And if there's anything that I am beside a teacher, you know, now I've, I've, I'm not in the classroom anymore. I do compliment full time, but if there's anything that I am like through and through, it's like the ultimate cheerleader for people. I really, really love seeing people that I like doing well in life. Right. Like it, it just, you it, really it, are. You're I like did, the right? cheerleader. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's like, it comes out naturally and I really do genuinely want people around me to succeed. And so um, I think that that helps make this Instagram course go, but I also think that that's what kind of drew us together, um, to work together, to have a working relationship, you know, and now a friendship is that, um, when you were looking for additional help, like during your rebrand of metal marvels and all of that, it was just kind of a natural fit. It was like, Hey, I know I have some ideas of what you can do. Let's work together. And then to be able to cheer you on, you know, this whole time to, and watch you like just catapult you know, through the stratosphere has been just so freaking fun. <laughs> like, I just love it. And I love hey. you. And I love bragging about you. And I'm like, oh, have you seen like Katie Merrill's history? <laughs> <laughs> I so, appreciate it. Yeah. And I want to apologize in advance because it's like, I'm, it's kind of noisy where I am because I have a one-year-old and I'm like uber duper duper pregnant. Like I do any day. <laughs> and it was going to be even louder if I did this at home with him. So he said to my mom, and I'm sitting outside a coffee shop because it's quieter outside than it is inside. So this is not, not the best place to record a podcast, but I appreciate you like just rolling with it and letting me be on it anyway. Of course. <laughs> and I, like, I, like, I, like, I feel like <clears throat> you're at a coffee shop while we do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with my love for coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but you are, I mean, you're the like ultimate, ultimate cheerleader. And like, that's, I think why too, like, obviously, I mean, I'm so excited to have you here for multiple reasons, but like two is like the way that we did connect, you know, like when I first started you know, working, well, metal marbles in general was like 
already sort of growing, but like it wasn't reaching that like the growth I wanted or the people that I wanted. Uh, My sales were growing, but like I knew that there was something more. And I'm, I mean, and you know, obviously it goes super deep, but that would probably be a whole like other topic too of like finding like your story and things like that. Because, you know, I even, I was like, I don't have a story. (laughs) And, and and I I do, oh, on the contrary, everybody (laughs) has a story. I'm going to get that out of you. Yeah, that, that took some work. Yeah. And then, yeah. and you know, and I told you, I will never forget the look she gave me when she was like, she gave me this look and I knew that I knew what was about to come out of her mouth was you need to rebrand. And like, I knew it was coming, but like the look she gave me, I was like, oh man, like I'm in for it. <laughs> but well, like, here's the thing, because that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Like I didn't want you to like have hurt feelings because it's always a balance. Like when I'm working one on one with a client is to be like, I need to, like you hired me to push you in a direction that you need to go. Right. Like that's what my job is. So we've been talking, we've been talking and like, you know, Katie's swearing and she's like making all these jokes and she's like, you know, whatever. And then in the meantime, she's selling these like really pink girly, like big old statement pretty. necklaces. I'm like, girl, like, yeah, it's really pretty. They were really pretty things, but it wasn't like, it didn't say Katie Seller. It didn't say Metal Marvels. It was like, there was a disconnect between like who you are in real life and what you were selling and what you were trying to, like, you were trying to fit into this like box. And so I looked at you and I was like, you're going to hate me when I say this, but we got to redo this whole thing because this is not you and you, you're fighting to get out of this box, but you just don't see it yet. And it like unleashed this, this awesomeness that it's just so, it's just so hysterical and fun. And I love it. I love watching you shine. So it's been, it's been a cool journey to witness it. Well, thanks. I feel like we could brag on each other forever. Um, I know. <laughs> we should uh, teach people some stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, how, to be, how to work together and be cheerleaders. I mean, again, that's another episode I have that needs to come out of, you know, the community, like, over-competition thing. Because, obviously, we both oh, yeah. sell jewelry, and it doesn't matter. Like, you know, we are still the biggest cheerleaders for each other. And then, like, you help me so much, too. Like, it's – that's a whole other episode. But <laughs> – <laughs> You know, and what, like we said, I jumped into your first course, um, and like, I, of course I loved the course itself, but it was like the ideal client thing that was like the game changer for me. And like, that's why I, I think I said it in one of the earlier episodes is that that's why, you know, I wanted to have you on for this specific topic is because my work and success on that came from working with you. Um, Mm -hmm. because I, I don't know that anybody really sort of put that in front of my face Mm -hmm. back then that it was something that I needed um but that's what like your course did and I think like a lot of the parts because I had been in like been working now at it for a little bit a lot of the other parts were stuff I sort of had already figured out but it was like that ideal client especially in thinking of where I wanted the brand to go that like was just like a dark hole that I was staring into like I don't know what the hell I'm doing yeah Um, (laughs) but to also like so for the people who are listening who might be like newer in business or trying to figure out where they're going, like what, how would you describe our ideal client? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I get a lot of businesses who, uh, business owners who come to me for either the Instagram training or one-on-one mentorship thinking that they have an idea of who their ideal client is and their, and your ideal client is somebody who like, it's a, caricature or an amalgam or like an avatar of the person 
you believe is on the other end of the computer or the, you know, the person who's walking into your store that you're like gearing your marketing to, um, that people who would know and like and buy your stuff. And so when I'm working with, um, with clients, they'll say like, okay, yeah, well, I know my ideal client. She's somebody who is between 20 and 60 and she has a dog or maybe a cat and she likes, um, she either likes Oprah or Kim Kardashian, or she also follows like Gwyneth Paltrow. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're pretty much describing everybody. And here's the problem. When we think that we're selling to everybody or we're like, we have a product that, um, or a service that we think, well, everybody should like this because, um, like it's, it's a really likable thing. Um, what you're doing is you're actually screaming out into an abyss. You're really talking to no one. And so it's really important to think of your ideal client as like the center of a target. So if you think of it like the bullseye of a target, you're, you want to be thinking about one particular person. Um, and it could be a person in real life, but more often than not, it's like a mashup of a characteristic of a bunch of different people that you probably know or people who buy from you, um, where they have certain qualities in common. They're the center of that target. And then maybe you do have like that outlier customer who is 60 years old who buys your stuff, but most of the people who you're talking to are like 25, for example. So we, um, one of the first things that we do in the Instagram course and the work that Katie, that you and I did was to really determine down to like the nitty gritty details. Who was that person at the center of that target, at the center of that bullseye? And what we came up with your brand is like, it's somebody who is sick of being put in a box and it's somebody who um, doesn't want to be told how to live or what, who to be or um, how to be a lady or whatever. She's somebody who's not turned off by swearing. She's a good human who cares about other people, but she swears like a sailor. And it was a very much a, um, like you as a human, like you, Katie, as a person, mm -hmm. I'm going to pause really quick because there's a car driving right by me. Okay. So that's for editing. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Katie, as a person have a lot of similarities with your ideal client because your personality and like your face behind the brand is really infused into this person. And so what I find with brands um, is that a, a lot a lot of the characteristics of their ideal client, they share with the brand creator or with the owner of the company. And just like with me and compliment, it's really inextricable. Like, compliment I don't think would exist without me. I mean, I could get people to do my work for me, but like the branding is really an extension of who I am and my ideal client is very similar to me. There's some things that are a little bit different. Um, and it's really like me probably five or 10 years ago. And I have a feeling that metal marbles is, is similar. It's like you, but like maybe you five years ago. And, um, and so that's kind of like the work that we did. And, and we like get really down, down deep into it. Like, so it's not just that her age, it's not just um, what she likes to do in her spare time, but it's like, what are the other books that she reads? What are the other thought leaders she follows? Um, how much money does she make? What does she do for a living? Is she college ed educated? Did she like go straight into a career? Um, what is her career? How much money does she make? All those things play into um, people's buying habits and what they gravitate toward. And if you know exactly all of those things, we have a really strong idea about all of those things of your ideal client, you know, you start to know where to find her and how to start talking to her. So she believes when she comes across your brand, oh my gosh, this is like perfect for me. This is speaking exactly to who I am. And that is the success behind Metal Marvels that you're experiencing right now is that you have really pinpointed 
who this person is that you're selling to and people gravitate toward you and your brand because it's like you're speaking directly to them. And that's my goal with compliment too, is to always make sure that my marketing is, is really targeted to the kind of person that I am wanting to sell to. And that I know that my, that my brand will resonate with in order to sell more products and services and, and serve them in a way to like make sure that they have a good gift that they feel proud of, of giving um, when they're working with my brand. So that's basically the ideal client spiel in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that you brought that up because I was on my list to like ask you Earl to talk about too was because when we first started and I was like going through the, um, so she has a workbook that she um, does with the course um, and you can just, you can just buy the workbook by itself, right? Yeah, you can. Okay. It's a, it's it's a cheap option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're, it's you know, you know, one or the walkthrough of the course. If you just buy the book, um, mm -hmm. I do think, however, it's a good workbook to use. Um, and I mean, when we were going through, I'm like, Melissa, like these things are random. Like, why are you asking me about like, like if she has roommates or like what she drives or <laughs> like, what time she gets off work or like random questions. And I'm like, these are so random. Like, why are you asking me this? Yeah. And I was, I think it was too, because I, I mean, we had talked about it. I was sort of at a loss too of like in going through the workbook, I kind of was like, I'm confused because I feel like I'm just talking about myself, but that was also too, because I didn't realize how much of myself was in the direction of the brand. Yeah. But I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know these questions. And I read through it multiple times and, and we talked about it. It wasn't like one time, I mean, I literally was at work and I just opened a word document and I started typing because all of a sudden, like, it just like popped in my head, uh, this exact description of who this person was. And it was, it was weird the way that it clicked, but like these questions are not random, are they? No, absolutely not. In fact, this is, um, in the workbook that you're talking about, it's like, we do like a watered down version in the Instagram course, like where we walk you through, like, cause this is, you know, figuring out your ideal client is the key, like puzzle piece to all of your marketing. So it doesn't really make sense to do anything on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere, unless you really know your, um, your ideal client is. So there's like a watered down version of it. Um, for one of the days in the Instagram course, because it's kind of assumed that you probably know who your ideal client is if you're coming into the Instagram course. And if you don't, there's just like a link that you can um, take it a step further and, and get this workbook, this additional workbook. Excuse me. But to go back, like um, the questions are not random. In fact, I think a lot of what makes my process different than other things that show up online for like finding who your ideal client is, like, a, you know, a bunch of free resources is that my background is actually as a writer. So like I have a master's degree in creative writing and so much of the work that we did in, um, writing was building characters like from nothing. Right. So like when you read a book, a character is a three dimensional person. Like it's not just like a, a girl with blonde hair and blue eyes who's 25 walks into a grocery store. Like, you know, stuff about her backstory and that backstory informs her actions and all of these other things. And so I'm coming at it actually from a creative writing perspective, which I think is a little bit different than a lot of people do in business. And this is the exact same methods that I have used to build my ideal client and figure out my marketing for compliments. So it's not just like I'm a teacher, but like I, 
implement all this stuff for my own branding and have a successful jewelry and gift brand as well that's in a totally different sector than Katie's is. Um, but it's like the stuff that my team uses in order to figure out what products we're launching next and how we want to show up and, and what we write about on our blog and um, the pictures that we're posting on Instagram and how we connect and how we are with, you know, like what do we include with our packages um, for people when we mail them out? Like all of those decisions, they all, all roads lead back to these like set of seemingly random questions, but it's really like, you know, the analogy of the iceberg where like you can see the tip of the iceberg above the water, but what's underneath is like mm-hmm. all of the stuff that like, all the stuff you can't see informs what you can see. And yes. that's really what you're doing with the ideal client work. It's like all that, I, like all those random, seemingly random questions are like your iceberg underneath the water. It's like making it make sense. All the stuff that you do see about that person. Like there's a reason why you have purple hair, you know, like it's not just an accident. It's because of like all those other things. Like you don't want people to tell you what to do. And purple hair is a little bit out of the norm. And that's like, that's your expression of a whole bunch of other things that make you, you. You know totally. what I'm saying? So yeah, that, that's, it's like when studying. You say it so much more sense when you like, when you put it in that perspective, like that literally like makes so much sense as to if anybody ever looks at those pages for as a client, like now you'll get it. Cause that like, that even put it in focus for me when I'm like, that was, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm glad. <laughs> I like that. Um, well, and then I want to like, kind of switch gears, but not, but like, so some people that are listening are a little more experienced or they may have like already found their ideal client. I know I have a lot of people that have been in business for a little, you know, a little while that more than likely have it nailed down. Um, or even for the people who are like just finding out how that person is like, what if they have like no fucking clue on how to find that person on Instagram or like how they go about actually implementing that once they know who that person is. Yeah. So that's like taking it to the next level. First you determine who this person is. And then once you figure out who that person is, you have to go and find her. So, um, I was just doing a webinar on Instagram, um, the other day and we were talking, we were laughing about like the people who post and pray where it's like, I posted a picture and now I'm praying that everybody who is meant to find me is going to find me. You can't just do that. Like it doesn't work that way. And there may have been a time where it did, but especially now, like you have to be proactive and go out and find your dream clients and your ideal clients online. And so one of the ways you could do it, this is like my absolute favorite way is through geotagging. So, um, geotagging is, you know, for those of you who don't know, it's like when you, um, take your, like when you attach a location to one of your photos. And so like, if you've ever taken a photo, like let's say you're at Disneyland and, it'll say like add location and you add the location and it it says like Disneyland, California adventure, and you can tag it there. And then your photo is going to end up showing up for anybody who, who opens up that geo tag, all the photos that have been taken in that one location are going to show up in the same place. And so, um, if you can, if you really know who your ideal client is, then you can start brainstorming where are some places that she hangs out. So for me, um, my ideal client is usually a teacher who's a social advocate. Um, you know, like she, she cares about social causes because my brand gives back to girls in need, you know, it's like a total social justice cause. Right. And so, um, my person is definitely going to be at the women's mart, like the women's march in different cities. Right. So she's going to be taking pictures there and tagging herself at like the women's march in DC, or she's going to be tagging herself at the women's march in LA or wherever she is geographically. So I, what I can do on Instagram 
is brainstorm some of these places where I know she's going to show up or has shown up before, maybe certain conferences that she would attend or a brunch spot in town that you think that she would go to or a hair salon she might get her hair done at. Um, so you would click on that location or search that location. And if you go to your little magnifying glass on Instagram at the bottom of like your home screen, and then you can see that there are like four places. Um, and if you toggle all the way to the right, it, it's like under a heading that says places, right? So places are where you're going to find your geotag. So you can actually search a location. So if I'm going to search like women's March DC, for example, all of the photos that were taken there, when that happened are going to show up. So I can start clicking on those photos and seeing what profiles they belong to. If they show up in a geotag, they aren't private accounts, which is cool, right? Because then you can like actually dig into people's accounts and see like, okay, does this, does this woman look like she would wear my stuff? Does she like, what are the other things that she's posting? How does she caption her photos? Is this my dream client? And if she is, if that fits, then you can go ahead and follow her and start building a relationship. And so when you think about Instagram, like I'm a total introvert, like by nature, I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm becoming rather, more of one as I get older. Totally. Like I don't like going out to clubs. I don't like going to networking events and handing out my business cards. It's just not in my nature to do. However, I can spend hours on my couch in my pajamas stalking people on Instagram, which is, <laughs> which is, you're just pleasantly observing. That's right. I'm researching. I'm doing like some serious research. That's what I tell like my husband. He's like, what are you doing? Stalking people on Instagram again? I'm like, no, honey, I am researching. Thank you very much. This so, is business research. Darn yeah, it. Exactly. Okay. So in your research, what is important that you do is that you, um, you have to start from a place where you know your ideal client, first of all, and then you can start brainstorming like the different locations and then you can start researching. And in order to open up the conversation for people, um, it like people can feel awkward to start a conversation on Instagram. So you might think like, okay, well I'll just go and like those people's posts and maybe that they'll, maybe they'll notice me and they'll see, you know, that I, um, offer something that maybe that they would like, that's not really enough. So one of my like favorite tips or favorite tricks is that when you're trying to open a conversation with somebody who may or may not be your dream client online, but you're trying to figure it out is to, um, like their photo. And then when you leave a comment, instead of just like an emoji or like a, um, Oh, you know, like cool pick or one of those like crappy spam comments. Oh God, I hate you, those. I know me too. Um, and I have a funny story for you in just a second, but you, you're going to leave a compliment and a question. So of course I love compliments. My whole brand is named that, but a compliment actually psychologically is doing some work here. It's like in education, we call it lowering the effective filter, which is just a fancy way of saying like you're helping make somebody comfortable and it's building that no like and trust factor. So like you have to have people know, like, and trust you in order to buy from you. Right. So getting to know you and getting to like you, if you give somebody a compliment, people are going to like, I mean, it's like a really nice way to relate to somebody. You give a compliment and then you take it a step further and you ask them a question. Now here's what not to do. <laughs> I, and I don't know if I've told you this, it's, it's actually like kind of funny now in hindsight, but, um, I, right before Thanksgiving, um, we, I was posting like some sort of gratitude post and it was like my Christmas card with my husband, me and our new baby. 
and I was also announcing my pregnancy in that photo, like in the caption of that photo. Okay. So there, there was a lot happening there. And I was doing like this whole reflection on 2017 and I was saying, you know, like as this year comes to a close, I'm really, you know, I'm reflecting on blah, blah, blah. And, um, earlier in, in 2017, I had lost two uncles. Like I had two uncles pass away. And so I talk about like my two uncles passing away. And, and so like, that's the, the sorrow, but then it's balanced out with like this ultimate joy of becoming a parent and raising a son. And then, oh my gosh, finding out I was pregnant again. And so like, I wrote this whole like super heartfelt thing. Right. And I'm getting all these comments of people saying like, oh my gosh, Melissa, I can't believe you're pregnant again. Like, congratulations. This is so amazing. And I'm so sorry about your uncles. And thank you so much for writing this. And yes, we need to find gratitude even when things hurt and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So like they're really relating on a really nice level. And I'm responding back to everyone. And then I get some bitch who says nice sweater <laughs> in my comments. And I'm like, I look at, I, yeah, I show Nick, my husband, and I'm like, this chick seriously just wrote nice sweater. I'm like, I dumped my heart out in this post and she wrote nice sweater and everybody else is like responding accordingly, like a normal human. And this chick wrote, write, writes nice sweater. So here's, here's a word to the wise. Don't be the nice sweater girl. Really, actually, what you say? Bots. No Instagram bots for, I understand there's some for like liking and whatever, and that's fine because you won't get yourself in a sticky situation if you're solely using something to like, people's photos because liking is harmless yeah yeah people, people want likes that's fine but I get I get annoyed too because I get these comments and I and I will sometimes like respond where I'm like great spam but like next time like try actually paying attention because yeah. you will get the most random comments or it's like oh my god I love this you should totally come check out my profile no yeah. all that's gonna make me do is either block you or just delete you yeah exactly and so, so when there's yeah. So this chick writes nice sweater. Right. And I, after I pour my heart out and I thought, you know what, this is a really great lesson to share with the people in my Instagram, um, course community. And with, you know, the people who, when I go on podcasts and we talk about Instagram, I want to share this because this is just like a, a perfect example of what not to do. What you, what you want to make sure that you are doing is that when you go out and you give a compliment and a question, you want to be authentic. You want to be the real deal, right? Like you're a real human being connecting with other real human beings on the other end of your phone. And you're going to, um, read through the caption that they've written, like take the time, read it, look at their picture and think what's something that I can compliment from this picture or what this person's doing online, like how they're showing up online and then ask an, an actual question. And here's why that works. A compliment, you know, like I said, lowers the effective filter, which is going to make people comfortable. And a question requires a response, right? So now not only are you helping them algorithmically because you're leaving a caption on their thing, they're responding back to you and you start a relationship. And here's the key that I feel like not enough people talk about this on Instagram is that it's all about relationships, real life, actual human beings connecting with other real life, actual human beings, because you can buy as many fake followers as you want, but guess what? It's not going to affect your bottom line at all. And the only metric that matters is your sales, right? Like you do not have a business if you have 50,000 followers on Facebook and, or on Instagram and none of them are buying from you. Like who cares? You oh. need to, you need to be making money, right? And you're not going to be making money unless you are putting in the effort and putting in the work to build those relationships so that you're building that know, like, and trust factor so that people are, are responding to how you're showing up online. 
Um, and that a compliment and a question is just like a great stepping stone to start building that with your ideal clients, finding them. So like I said, look to review is like finding them through the geotags, thinking about the places where they're showing up and taking pictures with their friends or with their families or whatever. So finding them online and then um, leaving a compliment and a question to open up that dialogue. It's so much more likely that they're going to check out your profile and start a conversation with you and follow each other if you do it that way. They're never going to notice you if all you're doing is liking their stuff or not or just following them and then never interacting with them. It's a social media platform, so you need to get social. Like you have to talk to people. Totally. And, and then – you know, it snowballs from there. Like people get to know you and they get to like your stuff and they start tagging you in things. And that's how you get more followers. Totally. That's, I mean, that's a big thing too, is because I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think a lot of like courses that are out there and things like that, they like focus heavily on the engagement. And I know like from the brand side, but then also like seeing the influencer side is a lot of people are judged based off their engagement and like, or from the influencer side, they charge based on it. Like the supposed engagement, um, or like following numbers. Um, but in reality, it's like, I don't real I don't care what my engagement is. Like as far as if, as long as I'm connecting with them and that in turn, like leads them to doing the follow through and making the purchase, like, because we had that interaction, not just like they randomly liked my stuff or, Oh my God, I got 200 likes on this post. If those 200 people are just aimlessly scrolling through their feed like I want them to see and be like oh my god I love this or like I have one girl with my morning comments she's like literally every morning it's like you read my mind (laughs) (laughs) hey that's your that's your client at work right there yes and it's like it's it's things like that is like you're knowing like who that person is so you can target them in a way that like you're posting things that are geared towards them and then on top of that you're having the conversation so you're not just like posting random things and like hoping they turn into a customer. Yeah. Posting and praying. You're not doing that. There's so much behind it that I think a lot of people like don't think about. Cause I do see some accounts where some people are just like aimlessly posting and whether there's like no call to actions or there's just not like a brand as a whole, it's just like a hodgepodge of things. It's like, there's so much more that goes into it that I don't think people, that I don't think a lot of people think about. Yeah. <laughs> and, and really that's what I try and do in like this really digestible step-by-step process in the Instagram course is just, um, taking this like massive amount of strategy and, um, like what you can do with your time on social media and breaking it down into like super actionable daily activities where you can like say, okay, today you're going to do X, Y, and Z. And that's going to improve your Instagram strategy by doing this, like this one thing, right? So do this today and I'll come back tomorrow and I'll give you another three things that you can do. And that's, I think, why people get, because um, there are a lot of Instagram courses out there. And I think that one thing that really sets mine apart from others that are out there, first of all, the price is like stupid, ridiculously inexpensive um, for what you get. And two, it like, you have lifetime access. So every time there's a, um, a like a change on Instagram or social media changes or there's an algorithm shift or whatever, you can retake the course again and again for life for free. And you're always a part of the Facebook community. So you can always ask questions in there or whatever. Um, so there's that, but then there's also like the component of, you know, my background is as a teacher, like curriculum and learning and how human beings like take action is what I studied. Like I have multiple degrees in this and it's not an accident that people get results when they take my course. It's like very intentionally designed to be that way because 
I'm not a good teacher if my students are not getting results. So like, yes, Katie's results are off the hook. Awesome. But Katie also puts in all kinds of work every single day she shows up and has been for years and years and years. And she hasn't like, this hasn't been like easily won. It hasn't been overnight. Like she busts her ass every single day in order to get to where she is. And there are a lot of people who have taken this course who, um, are seeing similar results because their work ethic is there and they have really actionable steps of things to do that make sense that like actually change your marketing game so that more and more people are seeing your stuff, knowing your stuff, loving it, and then buying because buying, you know, like sales are the metric that matters. So yes, it's fine to say like, Oh, and I teach this really funky way to get so many more followers, like follow unfollow method. Like some Instagram teachers teach that and that is such crap, right? Because that's not a way to get people to like you. That's just a sleazy like gimmick that is going to, you know, like people get so annoyed by that. How, why you're not going to buy from something you're annoyed from. Yeah. It's irritating. Cause we it's like, you can, you can see it from a mile away. Like when I know that you fall, I mean, and I don't, I mean, I, I, I live a lot on Metal Marvel's Instagram, although now that I finally have somebody doing that, I'm trying to step away from it and not, you know, be so yeah. attached to it as far as the Metal Marvel side and be able and able to like focus on the podcast side and occasionally posting photos on my personal Instagram instead of like once every two weeks. Yeah, which is what I do on my personal too. <laughs> yeah, totally. So like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to like focus on that, but even like any account, like I can tell you know, there's certain people that follow you that you're like, but you, but you like, then they never engage with anything. So then you're like, okay, well, I have a feeling you'll probably unfollow. And I mean, and I, that's, I mean, we've talked about this too, is it's not something I focus on. I don't pay attention to follower account. Like, well, cool. I love that it's going up. Like it's not something I focus on because yeah. a million people could follow me, but if they're not buying from me, then what's, what's the point? And, yeah. and I, I talked about that in an earlier episode too, is like, um, like the harsh reality of having to come to grips with that on your, your like email list. And we talked about this of like, yeah. I have a hard time with people unsubscribing. I would get so fucking butthurt every time it happened. Yeah. And you like, you pointed it out to me. And like I said, in the previous episode is like, I don't want to pay for someone to be there. And luckily you're not paying for somebody on Instagram, but also too, is like from the outside, sometimes it looks, you know, everyone's like, oh, they bought followers or everything. It just, everything looks fishy, you know, to anybody who mm -hmm. wants to see it just mm -hmm. because there's extra followers that aren't engaging. And I think that's the nature of the beast in general with like algorithms or whatever the case, but like the follower count is not necessarily like the, the focus of mine because I'm more so focused on like the connections that are happening that people like aren't necessarily seeing. So like yep. actually engaging with those people. Um, and actually too, I want to ask you because I was thinking about this and I think I'm pretty sure I know how I feel, but like, do you, do you think that knowing or not knowing your ideal client can make or break your business? Um, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for that. Completely. Like if you don't know who your ideal client is, like on a really deep and intimate level, what the hell are you doing? Like you need, you have to know this because every marketing effort that you make, if you don't know it, it's like throwing spaghetti on the wall. You might have something that works, but you have no idea why it works and then you can't replicate it. So then you get pissed because you are spinning your wheels because this one time it worked, but this other time it doesn't work. You can't operate a business like that and have this great success. You need to know who you're selling to in order to sell something. You have to know that. And if you've had success up until this point, 
without really knowing that on an intimate level, it's been luck. And you can't ride your way to the bank just on luck. If you want real, lasting, true success, and you want this business to grow, whatever it is that your dream project is, you have to know this information. And it's not, once you get into it, it's not that hard. Like it does take some brain space. It does take you like stopping what you're doing and really committing to thinking through this stuff. But once you know, like the sky is the limit for you, but you have to do that. Like otherwise, otherwise, like what are you doing? You're wasting your time. And if there's anything like I cannot stand, you know, fake people, but I also can't stand inefficiency with time. Like do not waste my time. Right. Mm -hmm my time is so precious. So any effort that I put into my business, I need to see an ROI on that because otherwise I'm just wasting my time. Like I have a family, I have friends in real life. I don't just live my whole life online. I can't like, I, I have a baby to care for and a husband that I you know want to spend time with and all these other responsibilities. And so if what I do on Instagram is just like a shot in the dark and I'm posting and praying and just wondering and like spending all this time saying, well, the algorithm is doing this to me and taking on that victim mentality, then I like, I am the only one to blame for that. Like I need to know who I'm talking to go in with a plan and, you know, be proactive about it, not take the victim mentality, take a proactive approach and get stuff done and then move on to the next thing. Right? Like we can't spend all day doing this stuff. So that, you know, we talk about that a lot. That's, that's like a whole lesson in the Instagram <laughs> time efficiency because I can't stand wasting time. Totally. And I, I mean, I agree. I think, I mean, you mentioned before, like I was, I mean, I was growing. Yes. And I was selling like, I, I call it pretty stuff. I mean, we talked about it, my logo yeah. and stuff. Just, it was just pretty, Yeah. Uh, which is funny is because it's not me. I've never been like the one to like I don't spend time like getting dressed up or whatever. And like, and I of course have my days of like going out, but like in reality, and especially as I've gotten older, I would much rather like be curled up with like in pajamas, you know, eating takeout, watching like a good movie, like, or whatever. But, you know, and it's, and so the, the, what I was doing before was like certainly not going to get me to where I am today. And so like, had we not done that work and like gone through all of that, like, I would, I wouldn't be, I don't think it would have survived, honestly. I mean, I think I could have gotten by and like, and that's why, you know, I see, and a lot of people see, I'm in some of like those, the groups where it's like a lot of people to do like drop shipping and stuff, which is like another irritant anyways, but like mm -hmm. they have this like short lived success and, and some, and cool. Like some of them, I mean, make a ridiculous amount of money in 30 days. Mm -hmm. Cool. But the difference is, it's like, I'm going to be here six years from now and you're not going to be here in a week. Yeah, totally. And, it, like, and it's, and like, while that's obviously like a super extreme example because they're like a different model, I think that that goes for anything. I mean, people like will open up a brick and mortar just because they want to have a retail store. But if you just have a, four walls filled with clothes, you're going to look like every other small boutique down the street. Right. And so like, it's like, it's, it's so important to like do that and figure out who you're talking to and even if it has nothing to do with social media and it's your brick and mortar store. And I mean, if you have a brick and mortar store, you should definitely be on social media, but if you're not, and you're just thinking within those four walls, like even that has to be like directed towards somebody specifically, because you're not just going to buy a bunch of random shit because trust me, I worked the children's store that I used to manage. It was sort of like that while there was semi direction. It was just, Oh, this is cute. And they bought like a bunch of children's clothes, but it doesn't work because it wasn't all of that stuff didn't fit our ideal client who I knew who it was because I dealt with them every day. They came into shop, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, 
actually directly promoted to like one specific person. And I think whether you have a product business or a service business, a brick and mortar, like whatever it is, like it's so freaking important to figure out. Yeah. It's like the key to pretty much everything. Like every single aspect of your business needs to come from like, it's like almost like, um, wheels, like spokes on a, um, spokes on a wheel, right? Like your ideal client is in the center in every other brand asset, like your logo, your colors, the way you talk to your people, your blog, your podcast, your, the, you know, the products that you design, your packaging, your tissue paper, like everything should always be tied back to your ideal client. Otherwise you're just picking willy nilly and things don't go together and it's not, um, it's not sustainable for your business. So like you can, you know, if you're looking just to like make a quick buck, and then you're not planning on doing this for a long time. Yeah, skip it. See what happens. But it's almost like a, I dare you. I dare you. See what happens. But if you really want lasting success and you really want to make something from this idea that you have, which is why you're in business anyways, like you're not going to take some really expensive risk just to fail, right? Like you, you want to learn and you want to grow to make whatever it is that you're doing a success. Um, and so we have a saying in education, it's go slow to go fast. Like take the time to teach and to learn the stuff that you need to learn, the skills that you need to build in order to move forward faster in the future. But you have to stop and, and do this work first. You can't just skip over, um, you know, to point Z when you haven't done A, B, and C first. So, um, you know, that's kind of like, that's what we start. For. That's why we start with ideal client. And like your brand story, the first thing in the Instagram course and, um, how, you know, Katie and I took it to the next level when we did our one-on-one mentorship. And so, um, you know, that's, that's like the whole point of why I think we decided to do this podcast is to make sure that people <laughs> knew, like, don't jump ahead to the, to, you know, step 25 before you've accomplished these, a couple, you know, a couple of these building blocks at the very beginning. So totally. I mean, that's, I mean, I, like I said, I got started and I, was working, I mean, cause what we decided to do the rebrand in early of like 2016. So yeah. I had already been working for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like I said, things were growing and whatnot, but like, I, I mean, like I said, it would not have gotten to this level had we like not no. done that. And, and that's, I, I said that before too, is I think I always think something like, Oh yeah. Like I push the hustle, hustle, hustle. But like, I've also said like, but you also have to have the patience to go through like the beginning steps because you have to figure that shit out before you can actually do the hustle because yeah, you have to have the groundwork laid out and then run at it full force and crush the hell out of it. But like yeah. without the foundation, you're just going to be, I feel like beating your head against a wall, you know, when you could be using a hammer or a jackhammer. <laughs> Yeah. Or like building, there's a saying about building castles in sand. Like you don't want to go and build this humongous, beautiful castle on a sandy foundation where like the tide comes in, everything gets, you know, crumbles underneath it. Right. Like that's, that's silly. You wouldn't do that. So instead you like lay this like really nice solid foundation and then you can grow from there. Um, so I just want to, like, I am so appreciative that you had me on to talk this out and to help people see what's possible. You know, like there's, there's so much out there that's possible that you can, um, that you can seize those opportunities, but just knowing a couple of, um, building blocks, I think really can, can make your success happen much quick, much more quickly. I agree. And actually I was going to, too, I would start to like wrap it up. Cause I know I'm sure you probably have to go take care of the babe. Um, yeah. <laughs> but since we like mentioned it a little bit, um, I would love for you just to like 
kind of go over the course as far as like your so it's the 21 day insta course and like for you like who should take it what will it help them do like what do they gain from it like all that yeah all the good shit about your course okay so the 21 day insta course it's structured super user friendly you get one email every day in your inbox and in that email is a little lesson that goes through um, some really actionable steps of what you can be doing on Instagram in order to um, grow your following, make calls to action, and eventually build sales and get your get your Instagram looking aesthetically like how you want to with your dream client. So that's the main focus: um, growing your following, building more sales, and um, creating connections on Instagram. It's all very much um, based around authentic engagement and authentic connection and doing things that are going to beat the algorithm, not in like some weird sleazy gimmick way, but in a way that like actually gets more likes and comments on your posts in like tried and true marketing ways. So that it starts actually on Monday, April 16th is the um, kickoff date. So if you want to sign up for this live round, um, you have to do it pretty quickly. Um, and you get lifetime access. So we already talked about that a little bit, but lifetime access means that every um, time that there's a new re-release of this course, and I've already rewritten it or gone through revisions, like probably eight different times since I first started this, because it, you know social media is always changing. So as a new big change comes out, I rewrite it and then I re-release it and alumni are allowed to take it again and again as many times as they want to for free. So it's a one-time registration and then you get access to all of this stuff for free. Um, from then on out. So it runs for 21 days and it is for anybody who has any sort of business, passion project, um, blog, anything that you know is a good idea that you need to get more eyes to see. So like I said at the beginning, we have real estate agents and we have hairdressers and we have creative business owners, graphic designers, coaches. Um, it pretty much runs the gamut on your on industry. But the thing that I think is um, the one of the coolest things about this course is that um, we have a private Facebook group where people are interacting. The vibe in there is totally community over competition. Everybody is so kind and so generous with their help with one another. So many partnerships and joint ventures have come out of this group because people are following one another and they are in complementary industries where they're not selling the same thing, but they can support one another by um, either sharing ideal clients or talking about how, you know, a strategy that's worked for them on Instagram in order to um, continue to build their business. So everybody is like in it for each other's growth, which I just think is so incredibly fabulous and exactly the kind of community that I um, wanted to curate. And what, you know, the results that you can expect, um, you know, we polish our bios in the, in the first day and we figure out what information needs to go in our bio to convert to followers. We talk about um, how to increase our number of followers in like non-sleazy ways. We talk about how to curate a feed that not only looks beautiful, but is really geared to your ideal client and the stuff that they know and, you know, that they're going to recognize and know and love and trust about your brand so that they end up buying from you. Um, or book your services or come to your, uh, come to your brick and mortar. We, um, we talk about, um, effective ways for captioning your photos to, uh, build that. We talk about giveaways and joint and, um, uh, pitching influencers. So it's just like jam packed full of like really, really essential information to really growing your brand on Instagram. And, um, most people find that within, within about a week of doing a course or two weeks. Now this is like totally not a guarantee because it totally is dependent on how much work you put in. 
but I have heard from hundreds and literally hundreds and hundreds of people who have taken this course who said, I made my money back within the first week because I started selling stuff on Instagram right away. Like the people, the people who they needed to have see their posts were seeing them and they actually sold stuff. So that's really exciting. The course costs um, regularly $247, which is as still as it is, but um, for everybody listening right now, we have um, a $50 off special um, for Katie's um, listeners that are, you know, if you use the code InstaReady, I-N-S-T-A-R-E-A-D-Y, all one word, um, it will give you $50 off. So you get lifetime access for under 200 bucks um, in an awesome, thriving community that is all, you know, geared to being supportive about helping each other, one another grow on Instagram. I love it. <laughs> how's that for how's that for a you know a synopsis? I like that. And I I mean for everybody that's listening, I mean I highly recommend her course. Um like I said, I took her very first round uh, and then I think I've taken it I'd say at least three or four times since then. Um, I did just take this like last one. And while I wasn't super focused, that's totally my fault. This is probably the first one where I've been like highly unfocused just because obviously I have so much shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I even too, during the day of like, um, curating our feed, I actually went through and completely changed my feed from a four picture setup to a three picture setup. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't planning on doing it, but I was like reading through it and like listening to your, um, your course. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I feel like I need to. And I like did it. Um, I love it so much better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, and I, I think too, I think, I think your like teaching and background like allows your course to be like put out in a way that I think it's easier for people to understand. And there's like such actionable steps, but also too, is I feel like with like your courses and stuff, like I've never ever felt like I've been like sold to. Yeah. And like there's so many things out there that you're like, cool. I signed up for a free webinar and it's like a 20 minute webinar. And all of a sudden at the end, you're being pitched a course for like this major discount. And I've like, obviously I've never ever felt that way. And like, I wouldn't promote something like that because those drive me insane. Um, but I also too, like, I love that you are constantly updating it to keep up with like these insane changes that happen all the time in the landscape because it is, I mean, there's so much shit changing. I don't know if if you saw it today too, but even just today, I got the new, um, like top comments or you can view most recent comments now on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that come through. I'm not a fan. I'll, I'll throw <laughs> out there. Well, I mean, um. most people are not fans of changes that happen. Um, we as humans do not really like change, which is, it puts me in a, like a funny position because when any time, when any time that there's a change on Instagram, people come into our Facebook group and they're like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> like this stuff sucks. I hate it. And then I have to talk everybody down from the ledge and I say, okay, let's talk about how we can use this to our advantage. Right. But like humans don't like change. Yeah. So it's, okay. Oh, it's okay. You don't like definitely. it. Definitely. And I, I talked about that before is like, I mean, you got to roll with it. You know, shit's going to change. Of course it's something that's going to like affect my day. Um, I think from a business standpoint, it's a little weird because you don't necessarily want to see top comments or, you know, it's, it's a weird thing, but yes, I mean, I totally agree that like, obviously change, you have to roll Happens. With it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this was, um, a dream episode. I mean, before I even started this podcast, guys, I told her we need to do this episode because 
I, I mean, because just because of our work together and like the change that I've seen with my business, I'm like yeah. super passionate about ideal client, yeah. uh, which of course then needs you involved because <laughs> I feel like it's like a super part of like your expertise. Thank you. Uh, and then just also too, because I adore you so much. Um, and how much like you've helped me and my business and my journey and like, and guys, she still continues to do this. Like we still book calls at least once a month. <laughs> I feel like yeah. <laughs> when I text her, I'm like, we need a call. When can we schedule this? <laughs> yeah. We have like a, we have a good little, uh, communication happening now, but yeah, like I, I mean, I'm going on maternity leave for the next like 12 weeks, but in the, <laughs> I know. So we got to get another call in. Um, <laughs> but you know, like working with clients one-on-one and, um, through the courses and everything, like I said at the beginning, you know, like having this teaching background and, um, being a really, a real advocate for learning and for, you know, growth mindset and, and growing and being successful. And I, I'm endlessly fascinated by human potential. I don't feel like I've done a good job on a very deep intrinsic level, like for my own like life and feeling like worthy of this beautiful life I've been given. If, if people I work with are not getting results, I don't like the, the money comes right. Like my number one focus is that if we're working together, you're going to see results. If you've given me, if you've exchanged money for one of my courses or a one-to-one mentorship, I'm not satisfied unless you have gotten results. Cause what good am I as a teacher? I'm like totally ineffective as a teacher. If, you're not getting the results that you deserve and that you're putting in the work for. So it's really, really important to me at the end of the day that anybody who signs up for this course, um, gets something out of it, that they're, they're doing the work and that they are seeing actual growth. And I'm 100% confident that if you do sign up and you do put in the work, you absolutely will see growth. Like there's, there's just no way around it. You're going to see results. Um, but you have to put the work in, you know, and that's the thing that I love about you, Katie, is that you, um, or somebody who like, I'll make a suggestion and then you run with it 10 miles, you know, like it's not something like, okay, maybe I'll do that when I get around to it. And then the next time we have a call, you're just like, yeah, I haven't really done that, but I'm really frustrated because I haven't seen any growth. That's not who you are. It's like, okay, she told me to do this. So I'm going to go do that. I'm going to do it to the nth degree. And guess what happens? Oh my gosh, you see results. Like it's not, it's not, um, hard if you love what you're doing you know, like you work your butt off, like we talked about, but like, does it feel like it's drudgery? Probably not because you love what you're doing. So like, yes, you put in the work, but you have like these tactics behind you that, that where you know that you're like actually going to see results. Totally. And that's, I mean, that's a big thing with any, like, if you're ever going to do a course or you're going to go to a conference and you're going to like soak up information from people or whatever you're going to do, you're going to buy anything that's supposed to help you with, you know, your journey on a business ownership. If you just like read the books or listen to the podcast or have a coaching, whatever it is, and then you don't take anything further, that's not on the person who did, who gave you the information. Like that's 100% on you. And like, mm-hmm. I think I freak Melissa out sometimes because she'll give me actions. I'm like, we'll get off the phone. And an hour later, I'm like, well, I did this one. So now I'll go <laughs> down the rest of the list. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> I love it because it's like, it brings me back to my days in the classroom. Cause I, you know, I taught high schoolers. So they're like, they're able, they're like physically able to do the work that it gives them. Right. And so if I ever told my students like, Hey, do X, Y, and Z. And then they came back an hour later and they had done all the things and they had done them really well. I'd be like stoked. Right. But instead I'm like, 
bitching at people like, where's your homework? Do your homework. Right? And you're not one of those students. You're like, okay, tell me what to do. I'll do it. I'll, you want me to go this far? I'll go that far. And, and then you just, that's why you see results. Like you really do the stuff that we talk about. And I love that you're a quick implementer and it's, it's fun. And if you, if you guys who are listening are not quick implementers, if you need a kick in the pants, I'm good at that too. I can help motivate you. But <laughs> She definitely is. I mean, there's been some times where, I mean, I'm like, oh, okay, I got to get to it. Like, but more often than not, of course, I like, I will just dive head first. And that's the thing it's too, is it's like, I love so much what I do that like, I, of course I want to jump head first and I have no problem working long hours because a, it doesn't really feel like work, but B like, I love it so much, but like, it's so funny too. When I like sit and think about it of like night and day, like I was that high schooler. I literally, okay. True talk. I failed science. The very first one you take as a freshman, because I hated the teacher and I thought not doing my homework was going to like bounce back on him. <laughs> yeah legit I was that student I was like Ugh. I mean I was like a C student I got by I passed obviously and he, but even into business school I was the same way like I got C's I got some B's A's if I loved the class but like if it wasn't really in that like zone that I really wanted to learn about I really didn't give a shit and so like that's like it's such a weird difference it's like because I so give a shit and it's my livelihood and it's like what I seriously love to do. Like it's such a drastic difference. Yeah. So to like be able to like work with somebody too, who like understands that. And like, that's my biggest thing I think too, with you is like, you've done it yourself. Yeah. And it's not just somebody who has got like, there's a lot of people out there who have gotten rich off of selling courses, but have yet to actually run a business beyond selling courses. Right. And that just drives me nuts because I would much rather learn from somebody who has done it. And I think that's like 100% you. And so, continually doing it. Like I have a brand totally. that I have to keep afloat. Like I don't survive unless that brand is bringing in money. Right. So like I have to do the things I'm talking about or else totally. I don't survive. And, and I agree with you, like learn from the people who are doing it. If you are scooping up courses, if you're like a courseaholic and you're scooping up courses just from other people who all they do is write courses. I'm not saying that that, that they're necessarily full of crap, but don't you think it makes sense to, to learn from people who are actually doing, like they're walking the talk. Totally. It, it makes sense to me too. That's, yeah. so that's the courses that I buy and the coaches that I hire um, for myself or the people who have brands who are doing the things that they're practicing what they preach essentially. Totally. Totally. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm so excited. And like, I cannot <laughs> thank you enough for coming on here and like sharing your, knowledge with the people that are listening. Oh my gosh. It is absolutely my pleasure. I'm so proud of you for launching this podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And, um, I hope to see some of you guys, some of you listeners, um, in the Insta course. I mean, it starts Monday, so it's like right around the corner. And I really hope that if you have any questions, don't reach out to Katie, um, for, you know, from her experience, or you'll reach out to me. Um, you can find me online at shop compliment, um, on Instagram and we can get to know each other there. Please, please, please feel free to ask me any questions that you have. Um, make sure that you um, take advantage of that discount before it goes away. Um, and the code is InstaReady for $50 off. So lifetime access for under 200 bucks. Quite this deal. <laughs> I love it. Okay, everybody, you need to go follow Melissa um, and follow along her journey. Um, and then her company, of, of course, too. And if you ever like need to buy any like gifts, um, super sweet. I love the compliments. Um, and her you. jewelry is adorable. Um, and then definitely check out her course. Um, you know, she's been really fucking generous to give us a discount. 
Um, so if case you need a reminder, um, if you're interested in the course, sign up by the 16th um, and use code InstaReady for $50 off your signup fee, which is, hello, free money. Um, and then I will put the link to her course in the show notes, as well as a corresponding blog post that I will write for this episode. So that will be up as soon as this goes live. Um, and I hope you love this one as much as I did. And on that note, I will talk to you all again on Wednesday. Bye, babes. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes so more babes can find our podcast. And do not forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Do you want more Bosses Fuck? You can follow us on Instagram at Bosses Fuck Podcast, or for even more, head to bossesfuck.com. Don't forget to join me back here next week for a brand new episode. And remember, always be boss as fuck. <laughs>